Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, November 27th, and this is for the week of November 27th through December 3rd. And actually, we're going to cover through December 4th, bonus day, because eclipse season continues and we have a solar eclipse coming up next Saturday, December 4th. We had a lunar eclipse on November 19th, and that might have set some things in motion in your life, or it might have eliminated some things from your life. And whatever situations you might have been dealing with since November 19th, they might come to a conclusion next Saturday, December 4th, when we have a solar eclipse as well as a new moon. Uh, A solar eclipse is when the moon gets in between the sun and the earth, so our view of the sun is blocked. And as to how eclipses can affect our personal worlds, they can make us feel a little uh, jittery, restless, maybe a little unstable, because they usually shake things up in our lives. And it doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be some sort of big upheaval in our lives, but eclipses usually do bring some sort of change, especially when it's connected to things that maybe we've outgrown or no longer serve us. So the solar eclipse new moon will technically take place at 11.43 p.m. on Friday, December 3rd on the West Coast, but it'll take place on Saturday, December 4th for the majority of the world. And this new moon on December 4th will be in the sign of Sagittarius. So there might be some additional optimism connected to this new moon. Feelings of exuberance and excitement. Sagittarius is all about adventure, taking chances, shooting for the stars, not taking life too seriously unless it absolutely has to, and expansion. Uh, New moons, they say, are the perfect time to start new projects. It's a good time to hit the reset button on things that maybe aren't working out the way you'd like them to, and to come at things from a different angle. If you are someone who does new moon rituals or uses this time to set new goals, I'd say you definitely want to take advantage of this new moon. Uh, There could be a lot of positive thinking connected to this one since it's in the sign of Sagittarius. And even if that thinking ends up being a little too far-fetched or unrealistic, I'd still encourage everyone to dream especially big with this new moon solar eclipse bonanza on December 4th. And one more reason to take advantage of this particular new moon is because the next new moon, which will be on January 2nd, 2022, we will already be in the shadow phase of Mercury retrograde. Our next Mercury retrograde officially starts January 14th, 2022, but they say that two weeks before the retrograde starts and two weeks after the retrograde ends, We can still experience fuzzy communication during those times, cloudy thinking, delays, and misunderstandings. So ironically, on January 2nd, which is of course around the time people set New Year's goals anyway, we could be starting new projects and new endeavors right around the time Mercury is about to go retrograde, which is exactly the time when we're advised not to start new projects Or if we do start them, then be aware that there might be some additional things we'll need to untangle or unsnarl in connection to those new projects. At any rate, I guess what I'm saying is maybe set your New Year's goals a little early this year 
and maybe set them around the time of the December 4th new moon because the beginning of 2022 could start out a little clunky and confusing since we'll be experiencing a Mercury retrograde shortly after the new year starts, which I'm sure everyone wants to hear because who doesn't like starting off their new year with a Mercury retrograde? But, um, but that's looking ahead a bit. For this weekend, at least, the moon is in the productive, efficient, organized, practical sign of Virgo. All day Saturday, November 27th and Sunday, November 28th, we will be in a Virgo moon. And the Virgo moon will be encouraging us to be active this weekend. The Virgo, Virgo moon likes to get stuff done. It likes to check things off its to-do list. So we might feel especially motivated to do some holiday shopping or clean our homes this weekend. We might want to get out in nature a bit. Um, anything involving health and maintenance might come to the forefront this weekend too. Taking care of our bodies, working on our cars, going to the tailor to get our pants hemmed, if that's something people do still, I don't know. We could also find ourselves uh, binging a new TV show. Just like Gemini, which is also ruled by the planet Mercury, Virgo is interested in information and data. So our minds might be especially thirsty this weekend, and we'll be looking for extra stimulation. Virgo energy, like Gemini energy, can be a bit restless and fidgety since it's so cerebral. That is the Mercury influence on those signs. And uh, speaking of Mercury, I guess we're, we're actually talking about Mercury a lot today. This Sunday, November 28th at 8.39 p.m. Pacific, the Sun will form a conjunction with Mercury. Both the Sun and Mercury will be at 7 degrees Sagittarius, and that can be great for clear communication. You know, I've been talking about all this fuzzy stuff surrounding Mercury so far, but uh, this is a good opportunity. Uh, it's it's uh, exact Sunday night, but this influence, the Mercury-Sun conjunction, will carry over to Monday, November 29th, and that can help with clarifying things. The Sun will be shining on Mercury, which could bring some light to things and maybe just some lightness in general to our communications so hopefully we'll see some positive things coming from that aspect um, we'll talk about the upcoming week in a minute but first i'd like to transition to the ask a scorpio segment of our show as i mentioned at the top elmy is a scorpio she was born a scorpio she's been a scorpio her entire life she was born october 24th and every week i like to ask elmy a question to get her scorpio take on life. Now, Elmi, we've been rewatching Sex and the City recently, and as a Scorpio, is there anything different you're noticing this time around? Do you have a different perspective on how you see the show, anything like that? Mm, I think it's definitely a sillier show than I remembered. Um, not in a bad way, but it's got a lot more like slapstick humor almost. And uh, it's interesting now to watch it again and kind of see their their conflicts their relationship conflicts kind of like in a different perspective kind of maybe rooting for another character than i did the last time around just i don't know one thing i got was why are all of these adults acting so immaturely mm. and i guess that makes for good tv but it's funny to watch it now and just realize that I just don't quite relate in some ways the way that I used to, um, but it's still a really great show. It's it's very entertaining. 
Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of these episodes for the first time. Uh, I didn't see them necessarily when they first aired, but it's it's uh, I'm enjoying it. Good. Um, I was going to ask you another follow-up question. Can you identify the Scorpio from the main players um, between Kim, Kim Cattrall, Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, Kristen Davis, and is it Chris Noth? Yeah, Chris Noth. Chris Noth. Uh, which of them is a Scorpio just like you? Like in real life? In real life. Who's the real-life Scorpio just like Almy? Kristen Davis? No, she's a Pisces. Oh, okay. So she is watery. Do you want to take that, one I more shot? I do have a Pisces moon. You do have a Pisces um, moon, yeah. Chris Noth? Chris Noth, yep. Chris Amazing. Noth is the fellow Scorpio. Awesome. He was born November 13th. Oh. Uh, but I was looking up their sun signs. I mean, we were talking about Kim Cattrall. She is a Leo. We know that. Yes. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is an Aries. Cynthia Nixon is a fellow Aries. Oh. And then we got uh, Kristen Davis, Pisces, Chris Noth, Scorpio. And then, as we know, there's been some public um, not getting along between Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker. I usually look at the Mars in those situations. Ooh, Where's yeah. their Mars? Yeah. That's usually where the uh, aggression comes from. Kim Cattrall has Mars in Pisces. Sarah Jessica Parker has Mars in Virgo. So mm-hmm. their Mars do kind of perfectly oppose. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow, look at that. But uh, wishing them, them the best, and uh, at least they had a very successful hit show <laughs> to argue about, I guess. Right, right. And Kim Cattrall will be the voice on How I Met Your Father. Ooh. The How I Met Your Mother, not spinoff per se, but it, from those creators. And I don't think it's any of the same characters as How I Met Your Mother, but it's the same idea, and it stars Hilary Duff. And in the last one, Bob Saget was the voice narrating. This time it will be Kim Cattrall. Oh, I like that. So, yeah, good for her. Yeah. Um, it is a bummer, though, that they couldn't work it out and have her in this revival. But uh, that's, that's showbiz, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I was seeing it, too, too. I mean, it's, it's hard to keep the band together yeah. for that long. I mean, yeah. like, groups like the Rolling Stones, I mean, are really an anomaly. They can get people to just kind of like work together for such a long period of time. Or the cast of Friends, I guess. Or the cast of Friends, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Almy, thank you as always for sharing your Scorpio perspective. Mm. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So this week, um, we'll see what happens this week. It, there are many, many aspects this week. I mean, looking at Monday alone, there are eight aspects, another seven on Tuesday. It's just a very active week for the planets and quite a lot to go through. And it could be downright tedious to go through every single one, even though this is a Virgo moon we're in. And I'm totally down for getting tedious. But um, in these kind of scenarios where there's just so much going on, I try to find which planet is going to be especially active and focus on that planet to kind of give us an overall theme for the week. And for this particular week, I'd say the planet that could be influencing us the most is going to be Neptune. On Monday, November 29th, Mars will form a trine with Neptune. That is, of course, a positive influence, a positive aspect. So Mars, the planet of action and aggression, will be forming a positive aspect with dreamy, inspirational Neptune. Neptune has a gentle, sort of surreal quality about it. Mm. While Mars is just good old-fashioned, I'm going to punch you in the nose type of aggression. So Mm. when those two get together, it's sort of like a mashup of Game of Thrones meets SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm. So Neptune should take some of the edge off of Mars as they meet up on Monday, or at least dilute Mars's natural aggression a bit. But it'll hopefully bring a gentleness to any tense negotiations you might find yourself engaged in. 
And it could also bring a burst of creativity because Neptune has that strong connection to inspiration, creativity, kind of that free-flowing, uh, I just got this little idea and now I'm going to make something out of it. Um, Neptune's great for that. And then Wednesday, December 1st, Neptune will be going direct. Almy, do you know how long Neptune has been retrograde? No, I have no idea. That's okay. Not Why would you? Why would anyone? Um, <laughs> it's been retrograde since June 25th. So okay. Neptune has been retrograde for over five months. And that's normal for a Neptune retrograde. That's probably why we don't talk about Neptune retrograde very much, or really any astrologers mm, do, because yeah. Neptune is retrograde for nearly half the year, unlike uh, Mercury, okay. um, which changes and goes retrograde far more often for shorter periods of time, but, uh, but it goes retrograde more often. Yeah. Um, anyway, they say the changes a Neptune retrograde can bring to your life, they aren't necessarily obvious. It's something that kind of sneaks up on you, and one day you maybe have a new perspective on things. Mm. And it can oftentimes revolve around spirituality and inspiration. It's the stuff that can't be articulated easily, it, but it can definitely impact how we feel quite a bit. Um, for how Neptune going direct might impact you personally, you know, since it is a nebulous planet, I'd say look at your chart and see where Neptune is transiting. Uh, right now, Neptune is currently in Pisces. It's at 20 degrees Pisces, to be exact. So look at what house Pisces rules in your chart to kind of give you an indication of how this particular Pisces going direct, or sorry, Neptune going direct might affect you. In my chart, Pisces rules the second house. That's the house of money and material possessions. So maybe I'll be seeing increased activity there with Neptune now going direct. For Almy... It's her 11th house. That's the house Pisces rules in Elmi's chart. And that's the house of friendships, working in groups, your social network, and also working for the greater good and working to benefit others. Mm. Um, but I'd say that's kind of the big event this week is Neptune going direct. Uh, another thing I always look at, I don't know if other astrologers pay much attention to this, but anytime Pluto moves a degree, I always think there's going to be some major power issues in the world. Mm. And uh, Pluto is going to be moving to 25 degrees Capricorn on Tuesday, November 30th. Oh. Um, the last time it was at 25 degrees was August 11th, and it had been retrograding. It did go back to 24 degrees. Now it's going to be again at 25 degrees on Tuesday, and I always feel like that's going to add some friction to things too. So I guess the main star this week would be Neptune as far as planets go, but Pluto might also... Uh, throw some stuff our way too and we do have new information coming out about the new is it Om, omnicron i'm totally going to get that wrong the new virus the new uh, covid mm -hmm. uh, strain so we might be getting a lot more information about that this coming week um, but monday and tuesday at least the moon which is of course our collective mood uh, the moon will be in libra and libra gets along well with the sagittarius sun uh, Wednesday, the moon will enter Scorpio, and kind of the same thing there, even though the Scorpio moon does bring some intensity with it, Scorpio energy does get along fairly well with Sagittarius. They're kind of close enough to each other where they kind of get each other at least enough. Um, Thursday, December 2nd. Wow, we're already going to be in December. Yeah. Thursday, December 2nd. I'd make a note that the Scorpio moon will form a conjunction with Mars that day, and Mars is also in Scorpio. That's going to happen at 4.45 p.m. Pacific on Thursday. And our emotions and our actions will be in sync. And we might be motivated to have deep conversations or to express things that maybe we've been suppressing. So don't be surprised if Thursday, 
and maybe even Friday, you feel compelled to share with someone or someone in your world reaches out to you and is just like, man, I really have this thing I have to get off my chest. Uh, it could be stemming from that uh, Scorpio Moon, Scorpio Mars conjunction. And then early Friday morning, December 3rd, the moon will enter Sagittarius. And that kicks off what I'm calling Sag Fest 2021. Mm. Because Friday and Saturday, both the sun and the moon will be in Sagittarius. And the planet Mercury is already in Sagittarius. Mm. Plus, we'll be working with the Sagittarius new moon and the solar eclipse. Mm. So next weekend is the weekend to dream big be in the moment, be silly, be a little weird and goofy. Sagittarius is okay with being weird and goofy. And try to take yourself a little less seriously, if that's possible, during these stressful times. Um, and if you want to dream big prior to next weekend, that's cool too. I'm not going to get in your way. Um, but in the meantime, thanks as always for listening. Happy Hanukkah and happy Sag Fest, I guess. And uh, Almy's going to take us out of here with a deep breath. But uh, thank you. We love you. And uh Take care. That's right. We always like to end our show with three big deep breaths in through our nose and out through our mouths. So we're going to do that now. If you would like to uh, make yourself more comfortable, you can do that now. You can lie down if you like to. And if you would like to close your eyes, then you can do so now. And all together, we're going to take that big deep breath in through the nose and slowly exhale through the mouth. One more deep breath in. Exhale. Last one, deep breath in. And deep breath out. All right, and also take this moment to release any tension you may be carrying in some spots like your neck, your shoulders, your forehead, your jaw. Just let all of that go and shake it out. As always, we thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.